three, two, one. Wow. Oh my God, that's cold. Welcome back to You Betcha Radio Podcast. I'm Miles, the You Betcha Guy, here with Ryan, the T-shirt guy. This is the coldest podcast in all the Midwest. I forgot to say that last time, Ryan. Did you? I did. We got some Masters talk. We got some Game of Thrones talk. We got some Easter talk. All on this episode of You Betcha Radio. Um, Let's get into the show. I would venture to say it's almost the nectar of the gods. Back, baby, back. I want my push. Oh my god, that's cold. Oh, yeah, betcha, yeah. Yeah. All right, guys, welcome back again to episode 15 of the You Betcha Radio podcast. I am Ryan the T-shirt guy. You can go follow me, guys, at, at Ryan the T-shirt guy. Um, also, go follow our main page, at Oh You Betcha. Springtime is upon us. We got a lot of cool content in the works that we're going to be pushing out here in the next couple of weeks. We got the bar takeovers coming up. Um, on top of that, guys, at Ranch Wrangler, we're, we're wrangling up the best ranch in the Midwest, the best viscosity, the best ranch overall. Um, we've been pretty consistent with it. I don't know if we have yet found the best ranch in the Midwest yet, but that's um, the goal. Well, right now it's Chili's. So Chili's is at the top, but there's always room. But we've to only take done like later. 13 of them or whatever, so uh, we uh, well, there's still time to find. Yeah. So at Ranch Wrangler, um, before we get too far into this, if you guys are hearing some rap music in the background, um, we didn't plug it in. It is the neighbors. We were kind of waiting for them to maybe stop playing it. Not gonna happen today. So uh they're on a big Drake kick. We've heard like three Drake songs in a row. Yeah. So we're just gonna roll with it. Um, if anything, it's just a little background music for listeners. Uh, but that's just part of being a you betcha fan is stuff like this happens. Bush burp. But I just like to uh just wanted to put that out there right at the beginning so it wasn't people weren't like yep. what's going on. Um, we are we are not playing Drake. We've been pretty lucky so far. With the neighbors, but they're back <laughs> and they're bumping. Yeah, so, it never stops. You know what else bumps, Ryan? You motors. motors in Fargo, North Dakota, and Pelican Lakes, Minnesota. Um, guys, these guys have all of the best brands. They have Honda, Yamaha, Ski-Doo, Can-Am, Sea-Doo, and then they also have boats, right? They got the Nautique boats, Super Boats, Supreme Boats, and if you want to go on a pontoon, Ryan... They got Avalon pontoons as well. So these guys are great to deal with. They were able to sponsor our bar takeovers. They got us a trailer. They have great customer service. Um, And if you mention this ad, you can get 20% off of parts and accessories. Some exclusions may apply. You can check them out on their Facebook, Instagram, and also at their website at umotorsinc.com. That's umotorsinc.com. But... Speaking of bar takeovers, Ryan, we got to talk another talk about another place in Wisconsin Dells, Wisconsin, the Showboat Saloon. It's oh. been there for over a hundred years. Yeah, um, they do dollar bush lights every single Wednesday. They have live music. They have <coughs> UFC fights. They have all the other sports you can think of. They'll have DJs, karaoke, you name it, all throughout the week. Um, this is also where we'll be doing our first 
You Betcha Bar Takeover on April 27th. Uh, it's going to be a great time. We'll be shooting content there. We'll be doing the podcast there live at the Showboat Saloon. Um, all they care about is great entertainment and allowing you to drink dollar bush lights. Um, on Wednesdays. On Wednesdays. And we'll also have it on. Ooh, I was going to say there. On, on April 27th. Yeah. We're there on Saturday. So they'll have the, uh, they, they claim that the world's greatest band's going to be there as well the That's swing great. crew so um again the showboat saloon in wisconsin dells is a rip roaring time um you have to check them out how many small town bar characteristics that we have named off do you think we'll see at the showboat saloon i kind of want to do a video while i'm at these bar takeovers of like you know you're in a small town bar when and, and i like go up to the chips and i pull chips off you know yeah. like do like a we live have to do that yeah so i think it, we got some ideas for content that we're going to do at these bars in these small towns and not even necessarily that small towns, but, um, it's the same field, the same bars. So, um, yeah, I mean, these, uh, these guys allow us to do what we do. And so, uh, we're super grateful for them, but, um, Ryan, the masters was this weekend. Do you think the showboat saloon had the masters on the TV? I'm sure they did. Absolutely. Absolutely they did. Um, the Masters, it was – I last week, what did I say? I said this is going to be the greatest Sunday. You said that? This is going to be the great – I said this is going to be the greatest Sunday that's ever happened in spring. Um, oh, the, the combination of everything. I thought you meant like the greatest Masters Sunday. Well, that might well, be as well. Yes. So, again, you can – I was right – Yet again, I mean, it's just it just keeps piling up of all the stuff I'm right about. Um, I was right about April 14th, 2019, the greatest spring day ever. Master Sunday, Tiger Woods takes the cake. Then we roll into Game of Thrones. Great episode. It was what I expected. Nothing crazy was going to happen. But, um, you know, you got Jon Snow. Aegon Targaryen, he's uh, he's riding dragons, Ryan. So uh, it was a, but we'll talk about Game of Thrones yeah. later. I think it's just funny how you expect it was what you expected. Like you didn't yeah. go into it with super high expectations. Like there was just going to be this big battle, episode one. Um, maybe there was. I, I have not watched it yet. Um, but you, I think you're just right on par with it. Was. And again, we'll get into this later. I want to hear your take on episode two in the next segment. Yep. Um, but man, what a way to start off Sunday. So I actually was appreciative that they moved the the uh, the Masters up because it yep. gave me more time between that and Game of Thrones. Otherwise, it have been cutting it pretty close. Yeah. Um, but in terms of the Masters, why like why does the masters like just so much more fun to watch i don't know i was telling i I think part of it is that they just brand it so well yeah like they make the holes like they got like amen corner and it's like this thing and obviously it's a very hard course and stuff but like just the branding of like it feels like it's this big event plus i think the fact that the the patrons they're not fans ryan they're patrons patrons the patrons can't have their phones that, I like. I that. think that that's a part of it as well. It's just like this whole big, like event and this whole big thing. 
basically just like makes it so much more fun to watch than other golf tournaments. I don't know. What do you think? No, I, I was going to say the same thing. I was, I was telling the people I was watching the masters with that I will never go out of my way to watch another golf tournament. Um, but you'll besides the masters, but you'll schedule in the masters. <laughs> Absolutely. And I don't, I don't know why that is. I think it's, it's a lot of what you just described, but <clears throat> I don't, there's just a feel to it. The the broadcasting, um, everything is just so. Jim Nance. Yeah, everything's so like calm and collected. Okay, the neighbors are bumping again. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, so yeah, and obviously this year, um, man, I was I almost teared up watching Tiger sink that last putt. It was hard not to tear up. And it was like when he went and hugged his kid oh and the whole gosh. thing. If you haven't seen it, you got to go check it out. Um, just even, yeah, the aftermath of him hugging his kids. And now I think that the thing that most people who aren't just diehard blind tiger fans that they deal with the most is that he is being put on this big pedestal and that he's, everyone's so happy for him, even though he kind of has been a scumbag in the past. Yeah, he's definitely battled through adversity, not only the cheating scandal. Um, yeah, but so this is what happens. When they talk about adversity, they only talk about the injuries that he's had. Like Nike did a commercial and like they made it seem like he just was this awesome guy and his fall from grace was his back issues. The start of him falling from graces was when he got caught cheating on his wife. That's when it all started. It wasn't when he started getting back issues and knee issues and whatever. Like that's, I think that's what irritates me the most is like no one like Obviously, it would be weird to be like, oh, yeah, Tiger, you know, he won this and this year and, and then he cheated on his wife and then he got injured and this, like no one brings it up because it's weird. Yeah, but that's the truth. So like to paint it out that he like, but it's not polite to bring up someone cheating on their mm-hmm. wife on TV. I don't know. What do you think? Well, no, I was watching. Uh, I was watching a news station before I came here, and that was actually one of the things they pointed out. You know, they they went through like um, Tiger's downfall, and it started with the cheating scandal. They mentioned it on, on the news, but yeah. everywhere that's the first time I've heard of it in a long time from anybody. Right, like we all talk about it. Yeah, man to man, sitting around the dinner table, whatever. But in terms of like the media talking about it, it's like this like hush hush thing. Like right. We already put that to rest, whatever. And I do agree with that. But to act like he became not good at golf for a while because he had back injuries to start, that was part of it. But it all started when he took a, when his wife had a club chasing after him or whatever. Remember <laughs> that? It was just like crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, the, the, the injuries obviously contributed to it, but, um, Golf is such a mental game, and even as like right. just an average golfer, it is so mental for for myself, for you, and in different ways. Um, after that all happens, uh, you know the, the DUI. We forgot about that part. Right. That was obviously that a one. Huge... I actually don't necessarily blame that much on him. The way that it sounded after I did a little research, the doc gave him the wrong concoction of drugs. Interesting, and it made him real loopy. He looked rough in that mugshot, yeah. man. <laughs> Now, it might just be that he was doing drugs and ended up doing that, but from what his side of the story is, is that yep. he was just taking what his doctor prescribed and his doctor prescribed him the wrong combination or something like that. Yep. Now, so I, I that one I kind of don't fault as much. All I, I just don't get why we're not talking about him 
being coming bad at golf for a period of time because he cheated on his wife and everyone found out his whole mental world is just broken. Yeah, and I think I think even now that'll definitely because I didn't bring that up once in the Masters. No, 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 and that'll definitely get get shoved under the rug now, um, mm-hmm. even more than it was before because of this great comeback. You know, they're calling it the best comeback in sports history. Even though it's just funny, LeBron threw some shade at Steph Curry when Steph Curry like tweeted out Tiger with the best comeback in sports history or something like that. Mm-hmm. LeBron threw some shade as About like three <laughs> one coming back from three one down. Yeah, yeah. Um, but. On top of that. But that's what the NBA is. They're like so yeah, petty. Exactly. <laughs> Think about uh Kobe Bryant and his his rape allegations and Ben Roethlisberger. And nobody talks about those those but, things. So anymore. with them. I how did it end in court? It got settled outside of court or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Basically, Kobe must have paid her off. And then he gave his wife like this million dollar ring to basically be yeah. like, I'm sorry. Yep. I just think that it's pretty widespread. I'm not saying everyone, but there's just professional athletes have access to be able to hang out. We'll use hang out as the PG version with whoever they want at any time that they want. And it causes a lot of issues and in marriages and all that. Like, I just think that it's just, you look across the board, like in, in professional athletes, like, I don't know. What do you think? I completely agree. It's funny now that we're talking about this, because the more, the more we talk about it the more athletes I, I'm, I'm thinking of about their legacies who have gone through stuff like this. Look at a guy like Conor McGregor in order for Conor McGregor to, sh- to shove all this stuff aside, he's getting investigated right now for rape allegations in or domestic, ass- domestic sexual assault allegations in Ireland. He beat the shit out of some guy at an Ireland bar. He smashed some guy's phone in Miami for this to get swept under the rug for Conor. He would need to come back. He would need to beat Khabib yeah. for the belt. Yep. And then people would, would start to forget about well, it like tiger. Oh, oh! Big surprise that these UFC people are beating people up, <laughs> right? Oh, big surprise <laughs> that NFL running backs, who their job is to just run their head into people, are beating up their girlfriends and wives. Like it just makes sense. Yep, doesn't mean it's okay, but it's just like, well, duh, that's happening to these people. Like, yep, people are like, I can't believe that this would happen. It's like, eh, I see it coming. Right. I don't know. I uh, I didn't know that this is where this Masters talk would go, but it, it just was one of those things that kind of irritated me a little bit. Now, you're talking to the guy, I was rooting for Tiger like hard. Hell yeah. So I've totally forgave him for it, but there's so many people who are activists for, hey, this guy did this this one time. I think he's a scumbag. I hate him. Um, I think that like those people... I think there's quite a few people kind of like just swept this whole thing under the rug. And I guess more what I was trying to say is like, it just kind of irritates me that it's like this hush hush thing that we just don't talk about now. Yep. That's part of the story. Mm-hmm. You know, like part of the story is the fact that he fell from graces because he was cheating on his wife with like 15, 16, <laughs> probably people who didn't even confess to it, you know, like, right. so I am very happy that he won because for whatever reason, he can do that. He can be gone for years, and he comes back, and he just, like, steals your heart away. Well, it's crazy because uh, he, at one point in that downfall, he fell he fell out of the top 1,000 in, in the standings. Mm-hmm. And to think a guy, like, a guy like Tiger Woods, who is closing in on Jack Nicklaus for 
you know, arguably the greatest golfer of all time, falls below 1,000 golfers in front of him, comes back, does this. Yep. I mean, it's it's kind of a storybook. Candy. Like I could see a movie on Tiger Woods in I, the future. I just hope now that he's a better dude. I feel like that, I don't know, after after he won the Masters, the hug with his kid, his family right there, it kind of, everything felt so genuine. Yeah. Um. Again, that's just me caught being caught up in Tiger's moment with him watching it on yeah, TV. Yeah, we all were guilty. Yeah. I was, I wanted him to win more than anyone. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Just as much as the next guy. Um. So, so I, it was just like a weird thing. And yeah. It, it did feel that way. But then everyone thought he was a pretty decent guy before that. I mean, unless you maybe knew him and he knew right. that he was doing that, but... Or you were the person who just thought all these injuries were prohibiting Tiger from being the golfer he was, which it wasn't. I mean, it was part of it, it obviously. Was part of it, but that wasn't the sole. I think that after the first wave of the media and all that, that really messed with his brain. Yeah. Um, but then after that, when he got back into playing more golf, then actually the injury started happening. Yep. Um, and a lot of people say it's because he had like a swing that was just like really hard on his body. And so he had to adjust to that. And from that point on, yes, it was a great sports comeback story and this and that. And really it was, Stu was just cheating on his wife <laughs> and now he lost his mojo. You know what I mean? He's back though, baby. He's back. He's back. He is the, he's the favorite. I really hope he's not back because he's just cheating on his girlfriend now. But yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe that's why Tiger's that. playing good golf again. <laughs> he is favored to win the PGA championship. I think he's eight to one odds, um, in front of, you know, Brooks Kepka, Dustin Johnson. Yeah. Um, you know what really triggers me is that he lost to Phil Mickelson in a one v one battle. I that really yeah, but irked was, me. Yeah, that was weird. And it, it well, it is because it's one v one versus Tiger. I also think that was when Tiger was in his mental state of mind that was like, I'm just really happy to be playing golf again. Yeah, he went through like last year. That's what he was like talking. Like yeah. every time he talked to the media, he was like, I'm just happy to be out here. I never mm-hmm. thought I was gonna play again. Blah blah blah. I think it would go a lot different now that he's got the, like, the, the as much as I hate to say it, the eye of the tiger. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. No, and I love how, like, the end of this segment sounds like I just hate tiger when it's, like, the exact opposite. No, you love tiger. But I just thought it was funny in the media that it's just, like, no one talks about it now. Right, right. Except for, like, people on Twitter, and that's mm-hmm. it. But um, Storybook Andy, man. Yeah. I love seeing that. I'm happy for him. That was sweet. They always say it. It's good for golf. The only reason why probably half of the people who watch was because Tiger was in it and winning. Yeah. Um, so as a kid who grew up with golf and my family loving golf, if it can keep going because people are watching because Tiger's winning, obviously that's a good thing in my opinion. But what are your what are your last remarks on the Masters, Ryan? Um, I'm just excited to see how Tiger um how he reacts going forward. You know, is he going to mm-hmm. get so caught up in his master's moment that, um, you know, affects him in the PGA championship. It affects him in, in tournaments down the road. I don't really think it, it is because you could tell, think about how much, as much as there was no pressure on tiger because he, you know, he could have lost and people would have expected that of him these days. Yep. He didn't. Um, so I feel like there was a lot of pressure and even that last, what was it? A two foot putt. I was like, I was pretty nervous. Like, Think of the ice you have to have in your veins even to sink that 24-inch putt to win the Masters. Yeah, I mean, 
It was pretty easy putt, Ryan. It was, but man, you, it wasn't you start even getting two in your, feet, was it? It, it? it was like one to two feet. You start getting in your own head. You start thinking of, I, I feel like everything just runs through your head did at you hear, that one time. Did you hear his interview at the end? It was like, he's like, well, all I remember is I hit the putt in and then I, I think I screamed. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else happened after that. Yep. I, mean, it was, it's, I did see that. I just think it's funny because I think that that happens sometimes to a lot of athletes like, they just black win out. something and they're just like, oh my God. And they're you, so yeah, emotional. And yeah. That's not the way I thought the Masters talk was going to go. Um, it it just felt like all of the young guns, like it felt like the reason why Tiger, I think, has had so much, so much issue of getting back is now that the younger crowd. There's so many good young kids Yep, that it's been harder. Whereas like when Phil and Tiger were like crushing it in their it 30s, was like, yeah. it was like them and a couple others that like had chances to win or like, yep. then there would be a, like a, like a fluke where some other guy, random guy would win. Right but now it's like, there's so many good young golfers cause they actually grew up playing golf mm-hmm. and went, you know, the whole thing. I think it was just weird to see the the old the old bones guy out there just beating up on all the young kids. I loved that. Um, loved that. <laughs> yeah, that was just funny to see. And when he when he took that back nine on Sunday, he was like, it was he was so he was so dead eye. It Gosh. was unbelievable, and you could see it too. You could see you it. Just plain tell, as day. I you like. As a Tiger fan, you're just like not nervous. Right. You weren't like I've been times where like I've been watching like he could lose this. <laughs> like it felt like like nothing was gonna stop him. It was crazy. And then when uh his guy that was in his group hit it in the water a couple times, I was like, Oh save he's over. Yeah. Yep. Double bogeyed it. Um, did you see Michael Phelps in the background? <laughs> I saw Michael I'm Phelps. Like, is that Michael Phelps? Uh, directly in, and and that's actually turned into a funny meme on the internet. Like people are just having fun with that. Well, just think about being Michael Phelps. You're basically you're past your prime. Yep. You made a lot of money, and now you're just like chilling. <laughs> He's chilling so hard at the mass. I bet he was so baked. Row. I was bet he was so baked. That dude <laughs> yeah. loves smoking pot. Speaking of baked, let's talk a little bit about this upcoming weekend, the Easter festivities. After we get a beer. I'm not, I, I don't feel like I can get a surprise bush in anymore now that the word is out and you're, you are on the lookout. Yeah, I'm going to so see it. Let's grab one real quick. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the Easter weekend. <laughs> I did not, that, that this Ryan, isn't a ploy to, to, I, Ryan, I you still better, have a little oh bit my. left. Yeah, you better finish what you're doing. Oh my God, that's cold. You better not, I'm waiting. <laughs> feel it. All right, Ryan. Yeah, there's still I'm, a little bit. I was, uh, I'm milking it. I'm making sure that he doesn't get a surprise bush in on me. The Masters talk was so intense, I forgot to drink that my That did beer. get way more intense than I thought, but... We are huge Tiger fans. <laughs> we, don't don't get us wrong. Yeah, I just I just was ripping on the media there for a little while. So Easter's coming up, right? Yep. There's a few things about Easter that I find very interesting. <laughs> um, it's very different than other family holidays, in my opinion. Um, you know, Thanksgiving, everyone's just so amped to get there and eat food. Yep. Christmas, you're so amped to just show up, eat, have open up presents, the whole thing. Have a good weekend. Fourth of July, 
you show up, you get bombed, you light up fireworks. <laughs> it's exciting. And then Easter rolls around, you know, you eat some ham or whatever, but then it's like, then what do you do? Uh, what else? You know, you go to church in the morning, you come back, you have a, a family dinner. Yeah. You go the, to your relatives. Ham. Yeah. Um, I feel like what follows on Easter is the Easter egg hunt. Right. But that's for kids. So once you're, you, in the t- that's what you think. Now I have been a part of an Easter egg hunt. That is one of the funnest, funnest hunt. It's Easter the funnest hunt. It's the funnest hunt I've ever been on. Funnest. I've shot big deer. I've shot yeah, a lot but, of pheasants. So, but this is the best hunt. You probably are in a family that gets all amped up for games and stuff too. Do you guys do game nights and stuff like no, that? No, we don't do game nights. Um, so Meg's family, they, I'll just give you a little background. So it's Meg's family. Yep. Do they do? They do this Easter egg hunt, and it's it's a beer in hand Easter egg hunt. Okay. So the whole time, um, you have to have a beer in hand. Obviously, you have to finish it before the Easter egg hunt is done. Right? Yeah, easy. So <clears throat> last time we did it was out of the lake. So she, her aunts and uncles have a cabin on the lake. Okay. There's an open lot, and then Meg's family has a cabin. So it's it's a pretty big area of just like all family. Well, they hide Easter eggs all over like the yard and in the tree. And obviously you can see them because everything is like brown and it hasn't grown back yep. yet. And it's just like blatant to the Easter egg. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. One of them has a $50 bill in it. Four or five have a $5 bill. Four or five have 50 cents in it. Um, a couple of them have like chewing up gum in them. A couple <laughs> of them have like lint in them. Um, a couple of them have like a bandaid in them. So it's, it's really, it's, it's exhilarating because, you know, you do the quick shake and a bandaid is going to feel like a $50 bill. Um, so opening up that Easter egg is, it's, it's quite, it's quite the feeling. Um, so you're like a kid, you basically get kid case, an so. hour, a half hour, yeah. less than that even yep. to feel like a kid again. Yep. I like that, Ryan. So the adult beer in hand Easter egg hunt is a lot of fun. Um, I do like that, but I just come from a family that's not going to do that. You know, absolutely. You know what I mean? I feel yeah. like there's families who are very involved or like love game nights. They love, uh, you know, activities such as that. And I like that, and I wish my family was like that a little bit sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but we just have never done stuff like that. even our even our game nights are like half ass. Yeah, I feel like, <laughs> like when we sit down to play a game, it's like, well, let's see if this goes well. No one's like, right. this is gonna be awesome. <laughs> um, and then when we get together with our bigger families, it's mostly just sitting around drinking, hanging out. But unless you're in a family like that, like. What else is there to even do on Easter? Because the sports aren't that great. <clears throat> no, I mean there's, there's some no, playoff there's, basketball, right? But man, that, that's and that's just so flooded out. I feel like it's not. Well, it's not very late in the in the playoffs. It's pretty early yeah. in the playoffs and all that stuff. But now, does Easter ever land on Master Sunday? I feel like it does. I don't at think some so. Point. No, because no, it doesn't. Because Easter's super late this year. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it Either is. Either way, I just feel like there's nothing to do on Easter, but every other holiday has stuff that you're like excited about. Thanksgiving, you kind of do the same thing, but you're so amped to eat. It's like a big thing. And then there's also like football going on. Every year there's football on there. Right. I just feel like 
It's so like anticlimactic. You just show up. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a good it's a good way just to get all the family together. Um, you know, you always need those reasons, and you hope that they're not right. It's not a funeral yeah, that yeah. the family's getting yeah. together. Um, so obviously, being you know a college student too, you get a few days off here and there. So good opportunity to make the drive home, spend some time with the family. Eat some ham. Is it? Are you a ham? Are you a ham family? Yeah, we usually would go to my dad's side and we would have ham. Yeah, same. Um, and we have turkey on on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yep. We actually have ribs on Christmas. Interesting. Is that weird? No, I don't think so. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, it's delicious. But I like the non-typical. Um, I'm trying to think of like the most unique meal I've eaten. God, on a holiday. I want ribs bad now, Ryan. Yeah, but. Yeah, I know what you're saying. It's like some people either do like a weird thing. Like some people do duck on Thanksgiving and stuff or yeah. like a turd duck in or whatever. Yeah, we, uh, we, we've done goose on Thanksgiving. So um, if we shoot geese during, during we're primarily duck hunters. We don't go out just to hunt geese. We'll, we'll, if we shoot a couple of geese, we'll pluck them, right? So we don't just breast them out. We'll literally pluck all the feathers out and it's like a big turkey. Mm-hmm. You know, it comes yep. as like a rotisserie goose, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty good. Um, you like you shove an apple and uh, or like a beer can in the the chest cavity, um, spices it up a little bit, gives it some good flavor. Is that a really dry, sarcastic thing about a beer can? No, like you actually put a beer can in the chest cavity and then put it in the oven. Yeah. You are looking at me right now? To, no, I'm I'm dead serious. Dead serious. What happens to the beer? It's just like the like the fumes of the beer, like being boiled. Um, like you crack open a beer. Yeah. So well, you you so you you put a, a hole in the top. Obviously, you're going to take a little bit out. So you put a hole in the top. You put it in. Put the pan in the oven, and then the fumes like release out of, out of the top of the hole. Huh? Because I did a video on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Like basically making a joke, like I'm gonna put a beer can in the turkey. Yeah, it's a, it's a thing. So my whole video is just a fraud. <laughs> no, I I think if it's, you're it, listening to this, you should have seen the look on my face. I was just staring <laughs> at him. I was like, that was a joke, right? Mm-mm. Maybe it's something that not a lot of people do, but um, I've never yeah. heard that before. <clears throat> yep, you've heard of the apples. You've heard of all that kind of yeah, thing. stuffing but, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. So why don't you just if pull, I were, why don't you just like, like pour some beer on it. Well, I mean, you could do that, or in but it. it's just gonna. I mean, you could do that. It's, it's like it's, like doing like you put chicken in a crock pot with a with like beer and some butter, and it's like yeah, I don't know. It, beer again, chicken. it's just like the the, the non typical way to make a rotisserie. Goose. Yeah, I, my mind is spinning right now from that comment of yours. About again, so that. you just. <laughs> I didn't even flinch. So that was leading, I did that because it was leading into what I'm going to say next. Um, it's kind of like shotgunning a beer, right? So <clears throat> poke a hole in the top. Yeah. You you put it inside. Yeah, I get, how, I get how it works. Yeah. It's just, I didn't know anyone ever, ever, ever did that. Well, and I watched your video and I never really thought anything of it. I thought it, it was, was supposed good- to be like a sarcastic, like no one would ever do this. That's why this is funny. I thought it was more of just like a, hey, here's another way to use a bush light. No, it was supposed to be like, 
Well, actually, the actual bit was that I put it in the oven for three hours and then I open it and say that it's cold. Sure. But I didn't cook the turkey with it in there. Man, it can be, it, it, it can be done. I <laughs> You're so mind blown right now. I am, I am shocked. If you've ever done this, have you ever heard of this, please let us know because this is an absolute bananas development here by Ryan, the t-shirt guy. Maybe I should do a video on like making an actual, like you, a rotisserie goose. You need to do some video, Ryan, because you haven't been putting out any content. <clears throat> I finally got your video done. Well, when this podcast doing- releases, there will be a gold mine of a video. You guys will all be able to see the merch perch upgrades. So did, uh, when's it posting right now or tomorrow. You did? Oh, tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it'll already be up. Okay, sorry. I got to do the time travel thing with the podcast, but yeah. Um, okay, Ryan, the t-shirt guy and his family throw a just an open beer. They don't put beer in the recipe. They just put an open beer can in their goose and just cook it up. Didn't know that was a thing. Um, so another th- what <sighs> big thing about Easter too is obviously the candy. We can, I mean, we can end the podcast now if you're so thrown, thrown it back by this. By this no, I'm, I'm now over it. I'm, <laughs> I'm now, kidding. I, yeah, I've now moved on from Ryan's <laughs> being a lunatic. I did not expect that reaction. I thought, I remember you doing the video. Um, I obviously didn't think of it top of mind when I was talking about this bit, but man, that was good. It was almost as good of the reaction as I got when I did the surprise. So if anyone's wondering if this is planned or if any of my videos are like super, super scripted, this right here proves that I had, this is not that way. Cause the look on my face, if you're listening to it was like, I was just like sitting here and that's why I was such a long pause. I was waiting for like a, <laughs> like him to laugh or something. Yeah. We'll cut it. We'll, this would be a good segment to cut up. And Holy moly. I didn't know that was a thing, man. I'm, I'm like the last two podcasts I've, I've really just blown th- my mind. Yeah. But, uh, can we get onto the candy, Ryan, or are you just gonna keep talking about geese? No, absolutely. We can we can get onto the candy. What's your favorite candy at Not Easter? Peeps. Peeps Peeps suck. If, when was the last time you had a peep? I think I just eat one. I just eat one because every they're year. there. Just, well, just for one, because they're there, and for two, just to like reinforce the fact that they suck. Yeah, because you're like, okay, let me try this again. You're like, oh, those do ah, suck. Maybe it looks good. Um, but no, I'm a I'm I'm a an egg. In an egg Wait, like type a, of guy, like a like a the milk chocolate is it Caterbury eggs. egg or whatever. Yep, yep. with a with the does it have a caramel in the middle? Uh, no, just just straight just chocolate egg. or uh, jelly beans. I do like jelly beans. Um, my favorite, I just love the the Reese's, not the Reese's like you like to call it, Ryan. The Reese's, <laughs> the Reese's egg. I mean, it's basically yeah. just a Reese's, but. I just like that it's shaped in an egg. It tastes delicious. Um, so that's usually what I'm going for on Easter. Um, but yeah, peeps are no go. No, it's up, but they're there. They always show up, and the, people always buy them. I know it's so stupid. Now, a funny thing that happened to to my family. Um, this was years ago. So we always get used to get gifted like the big chocolate bunnies, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and <clears throat> so we got up. We Ooh, went. I got another thing. After just putting it out there, you got to remind me. Okay. So we went to church in the morning um, and we got, when we got up, it's kind of like Christmas, like open our gifts right away, whatever. My parents usually gave us like a card, throw some money in there and get us like a big chocolate Easter bunny. Yep. So put it on the table 
and Easter a couple of years ago was, it was a nice day out. The sun was shining through the window. Yeah, so he was in the sun. <laughs> we get back from church. This thing is half melted <laughs> on top of the kitchen table. Uh, Not that I was like super just like bummed just out about it. grab a straw and just start I probably it could have, <laughs> honestly. It would have been like a, like a chocolate chocolate malt. Yeah. Um, but we kind of joke about that going forward with, with Easter bunnies. Um, what I are have, you going to say about the... I have, well, I have seen the big Easter bunny egg. Or, whoa, big chocolate Easter bunny. Chocolate Easter bunny. Um, my parents always, I, I must just love Reese's because they would get us, it was like in a plastic carrot. It okay. was like a, it was, it's like a bag that's shaped like, it's like a triangle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then the, the, it's all orange Reese's pieces and the top is like green and like tied off. We got one of those every year growing up and it's like, it's just like a staple in my Will household. Will you get one this year again? Maybe I, uh, <laughs> I got little nieces and nephew now. So like, yeah, we get, we don't get anything obviously anymore, but the, sh- the shift is now to them. Yes. What, but yeah. I'm like, I want her, I want my mom to like keep buying those. Cause I, that's like what we did. Um, <clears throat> but another thing that was kind of in my family. So my, my grandma passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, RIP to my grandma, but she used to make, Jello eggs. Ooh. So like like full blown like big jello eggs. I'm not talking like the little guys. I'm talking yep. not like jelly bean size. Like we're talking like big ones. Um that you would like go <laughs> and just oh, the whole thing in like your a, mouth, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like uh have you ever seen the replacements when the the big fat guys yeah, eating that yeah. the hard boiled eggs in the locker Great room? Great movie. Basically what you would what you do with those jello eggs. Um so that was part of our Easter all the time growing up was the jello eggs. See, that's unique. I, I've never heard of that being done before. Um, you should bring that back. Bring back grandma's recipe. I don't know how you make jello eggs. I, I, maybe there's some mold you use or what, but yeah. um, I we've talked about it because obviously she's gone now, but someone continuing continuing the jello egg legacy. legacy. But, uh, so yeah. here's my question. Easter, what is the what is the staple animal of Easter? It's a bunny, correct? Yes. So where does like the egg, like where do the eggs come from? That's a, that's that might be like a super. What comes gr- first, the bunny or the egg? Is that what you're asking me, Ryan? Sure. <laughs> I don't, I don't like, know. Peeps I, are peeps are little chicks. Um. Right. It doesn't make any sense. Where does that? Where did that? Because ever, I don't think rabbits, <laughs> bunnies, they don't no, lay eggs. No. So I would be very interested to hear the the history of that and why the egg is coupled with the bunny well does the bunny take the eggs from the chicken and hide them what does that have to do with easter i don't know ryan (laughs) i don't know ryan i'm still recovering from you putting an actual beer can in your oven you'll thank me later but uh yeah i don't know i it is awesome though on Easter when the weather is really good. Nothing's worse than a than a like. It, I mean, I guess it's the same with every holiday. Christmas, it's got to be snowing. Got to be snow. Thanksgiving, the weather's got to be not that sweet. It's got to be like kind of just chilly. Yep. Um, doesn't necessarily be that sunny because it's like supposed to be like football weather. You know. Fourth mm-hmm. of July, it's got to be hot. It's got to be sunny. Um, 
Easter, I feel like it needs to be like 50, 55 degrees and sunny. And it's like the best Easter weather. I don't know. What do you think? No, I think, and I think we're getting that weather this weekend. It's supposed to be like 70 on Saturday. Um, Let's go. Sunday's supposed to be a little bit chillier. But uh, yeah, I think, I think you nailed that on the head as far as weather goes. I was curious what you were going to say about Thanksgiving. A little bit of Thanksgiving can go either way. You can either have snow and be happy about it, or you cannot have snow and be happy about it. Christmas, if you don't have snow, you're pissed. Yeah, it's like, this sucks. So it feels like Thanksgiving. <laughs> it feels like Thanksgiving. Right. So that's interesting. A lot of things come with the holidays that we don't think about. It's Why just, the bunny and the egg pairs together. Do your, does your family, when they get together, do they like, are there always the, always the same people help in the kitchen and always the same people sit on the couch and watch oh, yeah. TV and every time. Yeah. Yep, it's uh, my mom, her sisters. And, and then you try and do anything a little bit different that year? Like go talk to a random person that you don't normally talk to in the family and like everyone's just kind of like, what's going on? No, that usually doesn't happen. Um, but as much as I would like to, well, I say this now, as much as I would like to help help out with like the food and stuff, no, you, you just don't, don't know. What's you don't want to help with the food, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, there's just <laughs> you don't want me helping with the food. By the way, like, there's so many better qualified <laughs> people out there to help with the food than me. That it's just, I don't even entertain that idea. But you also just don't know what's going on because they're so they're so good at it. <sighs> Why are they so good? They're so at good at food. just like the the combinations of food and the the timing it comes out and I don't know. I'm not saying that making the food needs to be a woman's job by any means, but they just have things so dialed in that it's it's not even worth. No, I'm sure a lot of families have yeah. men who cook well. And my dad loves carving the carving yeah. the turkey on my, Thanksgiving. That's, well, that's or, the thing is my that's what my dad does too. Yep. Bush burp. But are you a person when you get the all right? It's time to eat. Are you? Hanging back, letting other people go no. first, or are you going right for it? No, because there always needs to be that one guy who. I'm, just I'm a little bit. Ice. I'll just go right for it as well. Yeah, I and I don't have any shame in in being the first one in line. Um, Plus, I'm probably really hungry. Yeah, I'm hungry. I like to eat. Someone's got to do it, and I'm going to be that guy. I like it. Well, I think that uh, I'm still going to have a peep. On Me too, sir. Um. Um, but yeah, it's nice to get together with family. Uh, maybe I'll have to suggest the. If I, I feel like my family's gonna be like, "Now nah, we're not doing that." Well, it but, doesn't need to be done in a goose either. Let no, me, I'm talking about the uh, sorry the uh, the beer and ham <laughs> Easter egg hunt. Oh, okay. I was I was referring which back could to, be fun, but I feel like my family's gonna be like, "Yeah, it sounds like a lot of work." It is a lot of work. Yeah, and they've but, been doing it for years. Um, so it, it's a lot of fun. Um, plus, I think in my family, someone would get hurt. Probably a lot of like competitive shoulders to chins and yep. But I mean, especially uh, the fifty dollar bill on the line. Oh yeah, it's a lot of bush light you can get. It's like it's like three bushels. Yeah, it is. So Ryan, Game of Thrones season eight episode one is in the books. If you're listening, if you're watching, and you haven't seen it and you want to turn this off right now, we don't want to spoil it for you. Or if you haven't made it all the way through to season eight, turn it off, shut it off because we don't want to spoil it for you. But I'm going to spoil the crap out of this for Ryan. 
and Ryan's leaving. Where are you going? Oh, oh I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> I thought you were gonna go print shirts. <laughs> um, so before you, I mean, I'm just gonna sit back. I did watch season yeah, one. Yeah, this is going to be a shorter one. segment because you don't have much to contribute. Right. I did watch season one, episode one last night. Um, and I am going to ruin this for Ryan. But, man, it's going to take me six months to get God, to season I eight. don't know if I know if I want to ruin it for you. I'll, all I will say. <laughs> all I will I'll say. I'll let you take the reins. I Do what you need to do. I don't want to ruin it for Ryan. All I will say is I thought what was going to happen happened. It actually, so you just started watching it, right? Yeah, last night. Ep- episode one of season eight was paralleled a lot of stuff that happened in season one, episode one. Um, the same type of shots, the same type of storyline of what was happening kind of were uh, very well paralleled. Um, and they obviously did that on purpose because a lot of stuff has changed since episode one, but a lot of stuff is also the same. Um. It was like the blissful, like without like revealing too much. It's just like it was like before all of the shit hits the fan. It was like the oh, we're all just like so happy to be back together, and it was like that's what the whole episode was. You know, like oh my god, I haven't seen you in so long. So good to see you. Hugs and kisses and you know whatever, but. Next episode, I think it's all going to change. I think it's going to be stuff's really going to start getting back to normal Game of Thrones. It's going to be people backstabbing each other. It's going to be, should we execute this guy? Should we execute this gal? Should we not? Um, and then, obviously, the the big thing is that the Night King is coming with his army of the dead, um, which you see in the first episode, right? You saw the guy throw the head. I did, yeah. It didn't really look like a guy. It looked like a like a werewolf. Yeah, it was it was, it was a White Walker. Right. Yeah, but he looked um, like a werewolf. So they're coming. They've been coming the whole show. Well, the White Walkers haven't been around for thirty thousand years. It's not been that long, Ryan. But that's what that's what uh, Ned Stark said in episode one. Remember the guy? That I don't ex- think it was thirty thousand years. It was some thousands of years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't thirty. Trust me, Ryan. I'm a nerd. I'm, <laughs> I'm a nerd. trying to prove you wrong right no, now. I've I'm seen a one nerd. episode. Trust me. <laughs> um, so it's gonna be interesting. Um, Bran is just creeping around like a weirdo. Um, Sansa is just being a giant old bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's who is Sansa? Sansa is the red-haired Stark girl. Okay, she had the hots for uh, the little. That little shit. King, King Joffrey. Yeah. He you dies. You will begin to hate him even more. So. Well, and like I said, I've, I, uh, about two and a half years ago, I watched the first six episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just need to start back from square one. And he, I did see him die. And that's oh. not a spoiler. Um, everyone want, wants him to die in, in yes. Game of Thrones. So continue. Yeah. So just a brief segment here on Game of Thrones. I just think that. It was what I expected. I was super amped, obviously, but I didn't think anything crazy was going to happen. It's a setup episode for right. the rest of the season. Um, but it did feel way too much like everyone was like, oh, my God, this is so fun. And it's like, you're about to die. <laughs> like, the army of the dead is marching upon you, and you are going to die. Why is everyone so happy? Which was mm-hmm. weird because, like, the last, like, season six and season seven were, like, 
everyone was just in the worst mood at all times. Then all of a sudden, because it's season eight, everyone's just in a good mood. I don't know. I didn't really like that, but um, it's funny how it you did, recognize that. It did feel good. It felt like good, which is I think that they good. want everyone to feel right. Um, yeah, it's just uh, I'm excited. Are you still sticking by your prediction that the Night King will win and Daenerys will die? Yeah. I mean, just by what you said, that is, it's looking pretty good right now. You're looking good right now. In Vegas, you're looking good. I've seen one episode. Obviously, I've seen, I've seen six episodes, but I'm square one, right? So I was just impressed by how, how, this was so hyped on social media. Season eight. Did the numbers come in on how many people watched? I have no clue. I'm going to take a look. You keep talking to them, Ryan. What did you think? I have never seen a TV series this hyped before. Now, yeah. What other? I mean, name a couple other big time TV series that that you've watched, been super excited for. Prison Break. Yeah. I was super amped. Breaking for Bad, Break. I think, was a big Breaking one. Breaking Bad. But even then, obviously, social media wasn't as prominent when Prison Break and Breaking Bad were right at their prime. But man, there was all every professional athlete, every celebrity was tweeting Game of Thrones. You ready, Ryan? You ready for the numbers? Let's hear it. Game of Thrones season eight premiere shatters ratings record. Um, it had massive ratings record for its final season premiere. The HBO hit delivered 17.4 million viewers on Sunday evening across multiple airings and some streaming. So 17.4 million people watch Game of Thrones. And that's not, you have to take into account like that's how many like, TVs it was on and not how many people are actually watching. Cause think about people who did watch parties. Think about like yep. you watch it with your girlfriend or your brother or everyone in your whole family. Like think of how many people actually watch this. So 17.4 million. Now does it, it, does it come on HBO after the fact? Like, is it kind of like a Hulu where Yeah, so now it's just available on HBO. Well, and think of, so I actually, I mean, think of not many- to lie, not to lie. I, I did watch it a second time. <laughs> last night <laughs> this is Monday when we're recording this I watched it twice on Sunday so no way. and then I started watching YouTube videos but they didn't have any like reaction ones up yet so well you should be that guy to put a reaction video up I know I should because those are the videos that get the most views the last record was the Big Bang Theory with 14.1 million viewers what the Big Bang Theory sucks yeah <laughs> Thank God it beat it by like over 3 million viewers. I like that. Well, that's pretty crazy because I feel like um, network television these days, well, not really network television, but just like watching a TV in real time when an episode is airing in general is just not heard of anymore. Yeah. So, I mean, that just goes back to how hyped it was. Well, so... I also attribute to not having very many shows that are like this. Yeah. Because nowadays it's not about one episode at a time anymore. Right. Like let's take, for example, the Ozarks, right? That's a, have you seen that show? Mm -hmm. I love that show. It's a great show. There's two seasons, but when it comes out on Netflix, it's just, you get the whole season at once. Yep. The uh, 13 reasons why all of them at once, you know, push for Whereas we're all doing that a lot more than we are watching it one episode at a time. Yeah. Um, so I think that that's part of the reason why. 
But yeah, it was, I mean, I was amped. I loved it. Yeah. So funny backstory for all of our listeners. Um, I think it was Friday or Saturday. I, I texted you. I said, Hey, what's your HBO login? <laughs> yeah. So Ryan is now mooching off of my HBO. <laughs> Please no one tell HBO so that I don't get my account shut down. But Ryan, so not only am I paying his rent, not only am I paying his groceries with the check I give him every month, I am now um, providing his entertainment needs. So basically uh, he's like my child. I mean, yeah, that's accurate. <laughs> um, so I think that because of how I'm going to go back to just how hyped this whole thing was. I'm like, I had, I had a mad case of FOMO. I'm like, I need to, I need to start this. I know. Because if this thing is blowing up the way it is, like, why am I not watching it? For one, like, I, I don't, you got five, about five to six more weeks to watch the, all of Game of Thrones so that you can watch the final episode with everyone else. If you think about it like that, Ryan. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure I figured it out it was like 70 to 80 hours um, yeah, for episodes. It's it 10 like, episodes a season until season seven, there's seven episodes, but because they're longer episodes, it ends up being around 10 hours in season seven. So it's like 70 hours total. Yeah. But if you spread that out over the next five weeks. So if I took... If I took the next three days off, I'm going to get all the shirts printed and we're going to send them out. I'm going to take the next three days off and I'm going to watch 24 hours. Well, we're going to have out. some drives in the car here coming up for the bar takeovers. We'll throw it on a computer in a hotspot and you'll be good to go. I think we could get it done. I think I could catch up to season eight. Yes. That'd be, that would be awesome. So... By the, by the I'm not time gonna it, lie, I didn't start watching it until before season seven. So in between season six and season seven is when you started. Yeah, but that's when it like wasn't on. Started getting on no. the radar. It yeah, wasn't exactly. on the radar really before that. Yep. Um, but I got on it then. So I've been watching it for probably two years now. I started watching it, and then like I did the thing where like you know you get through four seasons and then you realize that there's like three weeks left before the next season premiere and you, but you want to be caught up. <laughs> and so I like binge like the last two seasons or whatever quick and caught up to season seven. So I did this, what we're doing now with season eight with season seven as well. And this is it. Season eight is it. I know I'm going to cry. It, I, I conf- legitimately from that season eight is it's done. It is done. Ryan. I don't know why you keep trying to shove a season nine on us, but <laughs> because, uh, like producers are notorious for doing that. No, they're not. <laughs> they are though. No, they're not. <laughs> I just think you don't want to accept that there is a season nine. <laughs> we'll roll this back in two years when season nine comes out because then it'll be from the white walkers. Ladies and gentlemen, I do not want to be called fake news. There is no season nine. <laughs> and that was talking game of Thrones. Ryan, you need to catch up, please. I'm on the way, man. So we can have an intelligent conversation before this season is done. How does that sound? Yeah, it sounds good. All right, guys. This podcast was brought to you by U-Motors Motorsports and Marine located in Fargo, North Dakota and Pelican Lake, Minnesota. They have awesome brands. Yamaha, Ski-Doo, Honda, Can-Am, Sea-Doo, Nautique Boats, Supreme Boats, Super Boats, Avalon Pontoons, any boat you can imagine. All the boats. All of the boats. Uh, if you mention this ad, you get 20% off parts and accessories. So an exclusion based.
may apply. We are hot, baby. Sorry to interrupt the ad, but Ryan's t-shirt <laughs> t-shirt maker is beeping at us. You can check them out on Facebook, Instagram, also on their website, umotorsinc.com. That's umotorsinc.com. But don't forget about the Showboat Saloon. They got dollar bush lights in Wisconsin Dells on Wednesdays. They will also have it when we are there on April 27th, 2019. The Showboat Saloon, Wisconsin Dells, dollar bush lights. They got UFC. They got sports. They got live bands. They have karaoke, DJs, you name it. They've been around for over 100 years. We're excited to be there. We'll see you there on April 27th. Ryan, close her out, baby. Because we are hot, baby. Guys, we're hot. We are so hot right now. Thanks again for watching episode 15 of the You Betcha Radio podcast. Um, Miles and I did not plan this these outfits. I realized that we are matching the Ubiddy in front of us. I think it's going to be a cool, uh, just a cool vibe with with all of the, the Ubiddy. Uh, it's going to be aesthetically pleasing purple. is what you're saying. Aesthetically pleasing. Guys, go follow us at OUBetcha on all social media platforms. You can go follow myself at Ryan, the t-shirt guy. Um, I'm slowly putting out more content, but I've just been so busy. Turtle. So many shirts. Yeah. Turtles. For now, go follow those two pages. Like your lawnmower's got the rabbit speed and the, and the turtle speed. I'm on, I'm on turtle. You're on full turtle. Yep. Uh, printing shirts. I'm on rabbit speed content. I'm on turtle speed, but we're going to crank it up again. We're wrangling up the best ranch in the Midwest at Ranch Wrangler. Been super consistent with it over the weeks. The best viscosity, the best ranch. I need to go print t-shirts. I am Ryan the t-shirt guy. And I'm Miles, you betcha guy. Ryan, get out of here. Go print some shirts. Thanks for stopping. Oh, God. Ryan. <laughs> Thanks for listening to You Betcha Radio podcast. May your ranch always be runny. May your bush lattes forever be cold. Ryan's not here, so I'm going to cheers myself. Cheers. Oh, you betcha, yeah. Yeah.